we're live. And we're live. Episode 14. We are trending on all platforms. Spicy Pickle King J. And yours truly, Greggy T. Hello, Greggy T. Greggy T is again on the podcast. We are live on Instagram for all of our fans out there. I know we're probably got 5,000 people watching us. This episode is brought to you by Sam, Ad- Sam Adams Cherry Wheat. Spicy Pickle. Give me a little cheers. Thank Beautiful. you, sir. Thank you. Delicious. Um... Any uh, anything uh, before we get into the bills? Any, anything? I mean, we have multiple fantasy championship implications tonight. Okay. We do. We need Stefan Diggs to go off. Mm. It's Diggs' time. Wait, it's Diggs' time. We need the phenom to dig into his bag of tricks one more time tonight. <laughs> Tell us. Okay. Is that all you need? Oh uh, no, we or? have a uh, like I was telling Jeremy, we are down by twenty nine in one league with Diggs and Mike Boone, and in the other league we are up by twenty three. Facing the aforementioned Mike Boone. Oh, no. So, we're <laughs> so, okay, Diggs is the big key. Diggs is the big key. Okay. King, King J locked up third place in the Gloria Holes League. And in Sunday Funday, we're playing for the championship, down by 17. We have uh, Stefan Diggs, Minnesota defense, down by 17, playing against nobody. Against the Packers. It. Well, yeah. We, we need 17 points. We can win, up, we can win upwards of... My opponent's players have finished. We can win okay, upwards... Okay, you got yep. it. You we should can, have it. We can win upwards of 750. Oh, knock on wood. Come on, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. You know, not, yeah, you go, no, seventeen is seventeen. <laughs> We're just talking slate and put up a big old goose egg this week. Yeah, it should and be that easy like enough. like shootout. Uh, before we get into the bills, I do want to mention and apologize uh, for any listeners. Last week, uh, we had to cut the podcast short at twenty five minutes exactly. Little known fact that uh, these can't be longer than that for the time being. We will work, uh, find a workaround around that for next season. Yeah, unless someone wants to donate, sponsor us. We're using all free platforms. <laughs> <laughs> that's the so limit. that's our time limit. So we're setting a timer here for 20 minutes. So if something buzzes off in the background there, uh, pay no attention to that. That's for us. <laughs> but um, I said let's jump into this Bills, uh, this Bills game. 17, what was the score? 17-24. Defensive game. Uh, any takeaways, Greg, predictions that you thought thought came true? What happened? Unfortunately, um, I did have New England win the game because Tom Brady, like 30 wins in his career against the Bills. Dude's like 30-3. and three. Uh, It's unfortunate because it was defensive, but the Bills, once again, like the first meeting, were right on the doorstep. Lost both meetings by a touchdown mm-hmm. this year. Uh, obviously, the best they've played New England in a long time. Um Josh Allen actually made some very, very good plays to help them with stay his in the arm. Game. With his yeah. arm. So it's just that it's disappointing because you, at the end of the day, New England ran a few more creative plays and made a few more plays on offense at the end. And it's frustrating for the Bills because obviously you win that game, you make Week 17 a lot more interesting because you force New England to win to keep home field. And obviously now Week 17 for the Bills in New England, right. pretty much locked up. Doesn't really matter. Uh, both teams will probably go about. Um, resting their guys so but if you're the bills you just got to stay healthy now going into the postseason and most likely a meeting with the texans yeah so but not a bad effort the bills have done it all year on defense i just get so concerned they're not going to have enough offense to go far and upset a team like the ravens or the patriots again or the chiefs like just don't know if they can do it don't know if they have enough guys nothing on the bills but defense can only take you so far and Sure. You can win games with defense and a running back who's really you're committed to, but we're not committed to Singletary. So it's it's tough. Well, this is the second game in a row. Josh Allen's connected on a deep ball more than 15 yards, which is exciting. Um, Dawson Knox. Probably the best yeah. throw all year, too. Um, I mean, 
He got, he got it really was, on that though. play. That, so. <laughs> that, that pass, though, to um, Knox was right on the money, though. Yep. And um, John Brown. Yeah. The 53-yarder John Brown, too. I mean, yeah. that was what on the a, money, too. What a route by John Brown. Yeah, he made Gilmore, Gilmore look, look like stupid. Like yeah. Um, I didn't even know Gilmore was covering him because he was so far behind. It was just the safety. He blew by the safety, even, that it looked like there was no coverage. And then I saw the replay, and Gilmore went one way, and John Brown went over the top on him. But Yeah, it was a dirty route. Allen definitely, I think, improved since the last meeting between uh, the Bills and the Patriots, where I think he threw three picks that game. Got his bell rung, knocked out of the game. He was concussed. Barkley came in, did the best he could. Um, but no turnovers. The entire Bills team, no turnovers. That's pretty impressive. Yep. Uh, the Patriots started in the game. Burkhead fumbles. Uh, Poyer, I think, jarred it loose from behind. Great play. Um, you know, they set us up. I think he brought it back to like the 30, 35. And we only got away with a field goal on that. You got to score touchdowns. You have to score touchdowns on that. Um yeah, and that's that's, <laughs> that's keep the checking pro- the door just in case. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the problem because um, the Bills have done a lot better that this year though I feel like than previous years in the red zone because a couple years ago, especially with Tyrod, I feel like we always got field goals sure. in the red zone. Now I feel like a lot more we're converting in the red zone, making a, a lot more timely plays like that. Um, I don't know that offensive lineman's name who caught that touchdown, but that was oh, yeah. Dawkins. I think, I think it was Dawkins. That was awesome. And it's, see, it's not enough creative plays, even though it doesn't sound doesn't look like a creative play because a lot of teams have done that. It's plays like that that you run close to the goal line that teams don't expect. No, so you because just, the Bills haven't ran anything like that in the last ever, I think. Um, so, of course, that's, that's going to thro- throw anybody off, even the great Bill Belichick. But you're right, though. It plays like that are difference makers. Um, it still wasn't enough. What What else do you think it was that we couldn't overcome? To, to kind I of mean, it could have been the intentional grounding on Brady that they didn't call and the one they called on us, you know what I'm saying? Could have been the face mask. Could have been the, yeah. That was not called. Uh, it's, it's so... You it's hate so, to blame it on penalties, Yeah, yeah. It's the it's, it's hard I think to, that's part of it. You know, penalties, third down conversions was awful. And time of possession. Those were the three takeaways I think I came up with. Bills had seven penalties compared to the Patriots' three, despite if they should have been called or not. How about that uh, fake Edelman injury pick play concussion, but not really concussion? Do you guys see that? Yeah, I remember that play. Yeah, Edelman oh, goes down. He, uh, yeah. It was a pick play, okay. and he was faking they run those an injury all the time. to draw a penalty on Buffalo. Faked his injury. He had to leave for a quarter. You know, really screwed me in fantasy. Because he was in concussion protocol, but he literally admitted that he was just faking it to draw the penalty. I mean, he's actually one of the... He doesn't... Technically, it's within the rules. True, but he actually is one of the more... See, Edelman from the last couple of years, he gets away with a lot of dirty shit. He's actually one of the more right. dirtier players in the league. You just oh, Landry's pretty bad. Landry is... Landry's the, okay, real bad. Landry's definitely the worst, one of the worst, but... Edelman does a lot of crap like that. that I think Dominic and Sue or whatever yeah, <laughs> is probably the word. Mm, yeah, and Dominic and Sue has though. literally stomped on people's face <laughs> before. So and Dominic and Sue and Landry are up there. But, you know, it's just, I don't, they just didn't make enough plays. But yeah. what are you going to do? That's I mean, the story when they play New England. They were 2 of 11 on third down conversions, Greg. In the entire game, you only get converted on two third downs? Yeah. That's the not entire a game. Yeah, that no. is awful. That's because the Bills still, we're still not there. With play calling, we run a lot of obvious plays that teams expect, and we don't. Well, what happened on the, in that game on Saturday is you, you you can't run the ball in the NFL two downs in a row on first and second. 
You just can't do it. Especially just, if it doesn't work on yeah. the first time. Yeah, the first I mean, attempt. You're, you're playing a secondary that's as good as theirs. Like, they're expecting the pass on third down. We just don't have the guys, I've said it all year, to get down the field consistently and get big chunk plays. And when they do, Allen overthrows them. So it's not, it's just, but 2 of 11, think about that stat's actually crazy because I didn't know that. Yep. 2 of 11, you, Bill should have lost by double digits. Yeah, so, so, so commend them and, for that. and they stuck in there. They got the turnover early. We went up by three. We should we needed a touchdown on that opening drive. I think after the turnover, but yeah, yeah, you know, we had a lead for a brief period of time. Um, you know, the start of the game, we looked like we were clicking on, on all cylinders there. You know, Josh Allen, he he does have to be a little bit more consistent. He made a lot of big throws, but the third down conversions is so big. Staying on the field is very important. Time of possession. They convert on theirs. I mean, they were 7 for 14, I think it was, 50%, but they were they just had slow methodical drives every time and and Brady, he's no longer going to be airing it out. He doesn't have Randy Moss anymore. They're just going to dink and dump. They have the guys to do that. Um, I was actually surprised they didn't pull Burkhead uh, after he fumbled that. Yeah, no, he ended up being their leading receiver, I think, at the end of the especially game. Especially people who have James White in fantasy football. Uh, usually when you do something like that in New England, you you put into the doghouse yeah, and you f- don't come out. He fumbled. He was in there the next possession. He was yeah. in there the next that was possession. very surprising. He ended with 20 yards rushing and, and like 70-something yards receiving. Um, I know you mentioned last week, where's Cole Beasley? Here he is. But yeah. he was the only person. Um, and this is the second week in a row that Josh Allen, he targeted just one of our receivers and hasn't been threading the, uh, spreading the ball out that no. much. Seven catches. At, the next closest was, like, Isaiah McKenzie with two. But, like, the we, rest of the team had one catch apiece. We just don't have – we just don't the, – the, 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 we need another pass catcher. And they just are so – like, they just don't have enough. Like, they don't have a good tight end. Knox, Knox is definitely a better one than we've had over the last couple of years, but it's really not saying much. Clay. He's really not it's a like guy one that's play a game. yeah. He doesn't. He's not a tight end who runs a fast like four four or something. He's not going to run it's by. He's not any, a Waller who gets yeah. like ten catches a game. Yeah, he's not going to run by any linebacker. It's right. easy for safeties to cover Knox. Like, and it's just you don't open up the field that way, and they don't have a third receiver. McKenzie hasn't done anything all year. Foster so when, doesn't when, have a touchdown. When, yeah, when teams play us, they guard Brown and Beasley, and that's. It so I just I, I worry about the Bills because even though the first game in the playoffs versus Houston should be a game where they should go to move the ball at will and get a lot of chunk plays, I don't know. I mean, he, he, he gets scared because what he again, what Houston team is going to show up? Right. The team that beat New England, oh, yeah. the team that beat New England, or the team that lost to Denver. Well, so you just by, don't know by about five hundred. Yeah, I'm going to slightly disagree with you on the tight end part of this. Um, I don't think Dawson Knox is a Darren Waller. I don't think he's an elite tight end or anything he is definitely much better than what we've had in the past but i also think the bigger part is i think it's coaching it's play calling we that we don't have enough design plays for tight ends he doesn't need to be a burner okay he most of the time you're gonna have a linebacker on him and then safety coverage there's no cornerbacks ever really covering these tight ends unless you're number one so he he did get loose and that bomb he he had to beat a safety on that and i think he can keep up with the safety or safety can keep up with him pretty good but um there's not enough play calls for that and i think that belichick knows that we don't call a lot of throws to our tight ends and that's what caught him off guard on that deep pass they're thinking no way we're going to a tight end but more calls to the tight end i think is a good recipe. i like i like i like what you what you say there because what you just said think about how productive the tight ends are for baltimore mm-hmm. they're the leading receivers of the team it's not the right mark receivers. andrews mark andrews has been one of the better fantasy yeah. players this year in yeah. the nfl because as you saw yesterday on the 40-yard touchdown lamar threw to him that play was designed for andrews they brought the safety in on play action and he got a big gain 
you're right. We should do stuff like that for our tight ends, it's but we don't. It's all calling. about play design, it and is. again, it is about play calling. And you know who's the offensive? I find this really funny, by the way. I saw this yesterday. So we had Greg Roman mm-hmm. as our offensive coordinator a couple years ago, right? Yep. Now, we also never had a Lamar Jackson, but I find it funny that Greg Roman has them as they have over 3,000 team yards this year rushing the ball, Baltimore, which is a joke. That's that's how ridiculous that number is. But they're first in rushing offense, and they're a top-five total offense. So I just think it's funny. Wasn't Greg Roman with Gre- Kaepernick, though, as well? True, true. running quarterback. But, mm, but we just, it's just funny how Greg Roman and these guys, they, they come to the Bills, they suck. They go somewhere else, <laughs> and they're great. And it just makes me wonder, like, yeah, we didn't have a Kaepernick or Lamar Jackson, but... You could do some things with Josh Allen and get really creative with it that we just... And Josh Allen, he's a pocket passer, which I don't think he needs to be. He like be He can roll dynamic, out and yeah. make plays on the run. Like You have to do mm-hmm. that in the NFL because a lot of the times guys are coming in on, off the edges, and that's how you stop pass rushes on the opposing team. You roll out, and that's how your receivers also get open. We don't do any of that. He's a stationary pocket passer, and it's not a bad thing because that's like mobile to just stand there. That's like yeah, that's like half the NFL stationary pocket passer gonna stand right here. But like right. yesterday in the Eagles game, that's all we did. We we had design rollouts for Carson Wentz, and when you do that, your receivers can stop the route that they're on and and create a new route and break off, and that's how you get big chunk plays. We just we're just not a creative offensive team, and I feel like in the playoffs, mm. that's our downfall. So. Yeah, you can't be predictable, uh, especially when you get to the season part two, a.k.a. the playoffs. You've played some of these teams maybe a couple times during the season, like the Patriots. They're going to be ready for you game three, too. And it's just like, like, and the problem is, like, what if the Bills go into Houston and they fall behind 14 nothing? What happens? We haven't fallen behind much in any game this year. No. This is not not the team. And not by that much either if we do fall behind. Our defense has kept us in games close enough. Exactly. He's just got it. He gives them enough time. Because if you're down by, I'd say, 14 or more, it's pretty much over. Because we need so much time. We need two quarters to score seven points, it seems like. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is the Bills' defense every single game this year, and that's why they're a top-five defense, have kept us in it. Mm -hmm. But if we fall behind by double digits in the playoffs... It's over because they're just not going to be able to. They haven't been in that situation this year much. I agree. King J? They're beating Houston. Houston, <laughs> I mean, Carlos Hyde, like, come on. really. No, I'm not saying they're not going to beat Houston. They're going to Houston. I, I think they're going to. Will but, Fuller, injured. But what are you going to do the next week when you go into Baltimore? Uh, what are you going to do? Well, how are you going to be creative and beat them? I mean, Cleveland held them for, like, the first half. First half. First half. Now, now Which the we I, also held them Listen, the it's going to be, I'll tell you right now, I talked to someone today, the Titans, okay, let's say the Titans make it and they play the Chiefs. And this is actually what we should talk about next, only because I want to get your guys' take on sure. the remaining play, the teams that are going to be in the playoffs yeah, yeah. now that we're one week away. Sure. And, but, like, the Titans are not going to, I've heard people say the Titans could beat the Chiefs in week one. First of all, Pump the brakes. People, pump the brakes. Pump and I tell you right now, tell me now, people in the AFC, I think the Patriots are a clear third behind the Chiefs and Ravens. Watching the Chiefs defense yesterday, I know it's Trubisky, and I know the week before it was Drew Locke, mm-hmm. and I know the week before that they didn't play. But for the last five weeks, the Chiefs have held a team to under 15 points a game. And I'm just saying, if the Chiefs play defense like that, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, I love Lamar Jackson, but I would, I still, despite his season would not take him over Mahomes because Mahomes' ability to throw a ball downfield yeah, and Tyree, will. You can't and, cover Tyreek. There's not a team left that has better playmakers. I know. You have Tyreek Hill, Kels. Remember, four dudes on their team ran a 4-4 or better at the combine, which means they're the fastest team. Mark Cole, I mean, after, after that, after after the um, 
the game against the Texans, it's an uphill battle. I mean, we're going to be playing some really good teams. Exactly. And you we're going to have to be doing some different things that we've done during the regular season. And you're going to have to hope that it's... And you're going to have to score points. Yeah. You know, I don't think these playoff games are going to be 10-7, to 17-14 games, man. These teams were going up to Kansas City. It's going to be putting up more than 17 points. If you go into man. Arrowhead... Despite how good our defense is. If you go into Arrowhead, so let's say an upset happens. You go into Arrowhead if you're the Bills. you got to score 30-plus points or you're not winning. Because yep. you, you're not stopping them at home. And it's not, no, it, listen, it's not, and if the Bills do play a team like the Chiefs, it's no disrespect if you can't stop them. 90% of the NFL can't right. stop them. But I just think that the Chiefs right now and the Ravens are by far the best two teams in the AFC. And right now that's what I think is going to be the AFC title game. I think those two are led by the best two quarterbacks playing right now. Despite Tom Brady's success, we know he's the best like overall. But like, yeah. And then I think in the NFC... It's a no-brainer who the best two teams are after this week, D- despite tonight's outcome between the Packers and Vikings. I think the best two teams in the NFC are the Niners and the Saints. I think it's a no-brainer. I like the Saints. Uh, I, like I like the, the Saints. Saints a lot. I like the Saints if they get home field, though. I like Atlanta, you know. They beat both the Saints and the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are fluke games. Oh, but, God. Um, I want to talk about the Philly-Dallas game real quick. Man, that was a close game. It was really boring. It was a close game for a while. It was really boring. Not a lot of offense being generated. Yeah, I mean, the better team did win that. I'm actually happy. I'm not a Philly fan, but I don't like the Cowboys at all, and I like seeing Jerry Jones cry cry, because it's all SportsCenter ever talks about is the Cowboys, so I can't wait (laughs) for them to talk about this and Jason Garrett to get fired and all this other stuff. But um, Carson Wentz outplayed Dak. Miles Sanders outplayed Zeke. And Dallas Goddard outplayed the entire receiving core, including Amari Cooper, who had 24 yards. Uh, I, as someone who loves the Bills but has been an Eagles fan mm-hmm. his entire life, that was very stressful to watch because, obviously, you're playing for your season. But the Eagles, you won't see, and this really sums up our season in the last few weeks. Obviously, they have to win next week to make to win the division, so it's not done yet. But you won't see a better effort by a more undermanned group in the NFL, than the Eagles. They Zach Hurts, it was found out today, he played that whole second half with a broken rib. Holy and God. we were down our top three wideouts, and Carson Wentz was playing with Greg Ward, our Sega Whiteside, and tight ends. And we beat them. And their whole team was healthy, yeah. and they couldn't get it done. And it's just unbelievable. That's like, embarrassing. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. It's coaching, and they're the most overrated, talented team in the NFL. I feel bad year. for Kellen Moore, because I like him. But he's just not getting it done. He was getting it done in the beginning of the season, but... They can't get nothing and, going and, on and, now. And that, there were so many times yesterday where both teams called stupid plays on third and one. But the biggest play of the game was when Elliott came out of the game. And the right. next play on third and one, Pollard fumbled to start the second half. And the Eagles got the ball. And it just, I don't understand some of the calls in the game yesterday by either team. But give the Eagles credit that they are a way different team at home on defense. They will stop. A, like they, they held them without a touchdown. Held them without a touchdown. And, and the and when the Eagles played the Patriots this year, they held Brady without a touchdown. When the Eagles play at home, they could beat anybody because they play great defense. It's just that I don't think we're gonna go very far after the if we win the if we have the divisional game, right. the first round if it's at home. I don't think we'll go farther after that. But um, stressful game to watch because, like you said, not a lot of points. So well, boys, um, fantasy football championship Monday night football is upon us. We have. Pizza Hut non-stuffed crust pizza oh, has just arrived in the driveway. Yikes. It's not good. 
very Slender. disappointing. I don't know who orders pizza from Pizza Hut. And doesn't get stuffed crust. I told crust. Dean to get stuffed crust. I mean, he doesn't Mistakes. listen. No, uh, it's, bad. It's, it's bad. It's very bad. Final thoughts. Spicy pickle. Final thoughts are, I think that the Oakland Raiders have a real chance here of making the playoffs with their 7%. Uh, let me just give you this implication. This okay, is one of like in. many things that could happen, but the Vikings have to win. Then the Dolphins have to beat the Patriots. Very possible. Then the Chiefs will win. I think that's going to happen. The Lions got to win. Mm. The Raiders David also have to win. Their, the, the Raiders also have to win their game. The Texans Low. need to win. Low. The Colts Low. need to win, and the Ravens need to win. So almost half the league needs to win their games, including the Raiders, to make the playoffs. Go Raiders. Right, you know, they got rid of Khalil Mack, you know, they're trying to get in the playoffs. Dumb decision to get rid of Khalil. <laughs> I'm going to end it on Steelers get the win against Baltimore because Baltimore sits their starters. Fear the duck. Fear Mason Rudolph. Those guys Steeler look bad. Nation. You know what? The Jets just beat them. And now this is the oh, second time. No, I really don't want to make this go too long. I'm sorry, Greg. But I just <laughs> did notice this. That this is the second time in the season where the Bills beat uh, a team uh, the week before on a big stage, and I'm not going to say we were underdogs, but they were supposed to be tough matchups, and it happened with the Cowboys, then the Cowboys got smacked by the crappy Bears, and then it was the Steelers, <laughs> and they got smacked by the crappy Jets. Does it make our losses any you know worse, or our wins any worse? I don't know, I don't know man, but um, Greg T? Final thoughts. Are, final um, thoughts. I'm just, hope, I'm just hoping that the Eagles finish the job next week, and they don't blow it to the Giants on the road, but like I said, we're a way different team on the road, so hopefully... They can go in and win, and if they do, that'll be they won. They would have won their last final four games to go from five and seven to nine and seven. At that point, you deserve to be the division champs, and hoping they get in. And once you're in the playoffs in the NFL, anything, uh, can, anything happen. can happen. So uh, it's it's. I I agree with you. Anything can happen, but when your entire offense is hurt and you're going against teams that are healthy, it's going to be an uphill battle for them. As <laughs> Let's well. just hope that the Eagles, for the love of God, do not play the Saints in the second round, and that's it. <laughs> Um, I think that's all we have time for. Uh, yeah, we're going to thank our sponsors, Sam Adams, Stefan Diggs, and Ace Hardware. Uh, that That's episode 14, and that's all she wrote. King J. Spicy Pickle. Greggy T. Greggy T. Uh, Phenom. Go Phenom tonight. Go Diggs. Go Diggs. Skip it. Respect Diggs. me. Sticky. Sticky.